Welcome back to another episode of Below the Dot Podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation, every throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am your co-host, Terry McGregor. I am your other host, Chris Sharp. And today we are recapping season four, episode five, titled Anywhere I Lay My Head. But before we get into our usual segment of trivia for Terry, we want to take a moment to include a trigger warning regarding today's episode as it covers sensitive topics like many episodes to come this season actually yeah we definitely want you guys to be aware so that you can take care that we will witness some substance abuse i believe it's alcohol abuse this episode so that's um, if you are triggered by alcohol consumption or abuse then you might find this episode triggering to you that was absolutely the trigger that terry was speaking on it's absolutely that and it includes some discussion of self-harm so as we always say take care of yourselves and if you can't listen that's okay join us next week uh listen to our previous episode had a trigger warning too you know this season is pretty heavy but you know just the fact that you got this far and are here we're happy with take care of yourselves yes absolutely that as well thank you for including that terry teamwork my notes clearly lacking. So for our trivia today, got three questions. What time is Ellie's curfew? Was it 11? It is. That's kind of late too, low key. Right? What did Ashley skip putting on this morning? Mascara. I thought you were going to say panties. And I was going to say, bitch, you know it's not panties. Deodorant. Oh, it definitely is deodorant. I remember her saying that, but I just remember her not having that much makeup on this episode, so that's why I went Valid. Okay. What is Spike's mortal enemy? I have no clue. <gasps> Math. Okay, yes. Didn't remember that. I was going to say computers. No, so that's all I got. Look at you. One out of three. 33.3333333%. Someone has to do it, Okay. perfect this is the part we normally get into some tidbits let me see what i have for today um introduced to some new characters so we're gonna meet darcy briefly uh this episode and then we'll learn where her story goes because her character gets pretty interesting her family dynamic is also interesting because if you already have watched Degrassi you know that a lot of lines don't connect for her um and her storyline not very consistent but we'll get there when we get there this episode also has some foreshadowing and this might just be some like fandom type foreshadowing because I saw a TikTok about how this episode foreshadows an event that's coming up in a few episodes So I guess I'll mention that and like reference that TikTok when it happens, but it is so interesting. And this is why I love TikTok because they always catch things that I definitely would have never noticed. But we're going to see like a scene today with like Rick and Jimmy. Um, And someone points out something really crazy about that, that we'll get to when we get to. But again, love Degrassi TikTok because they point out things that I never saw. And the show has been out for years. This is like my 10th time watching it. So a lot of foreshadowing. Again, a lot of trigger warnings gearing up for the next couple episodes. But nonetheless, this is pretty, you know, the plot B is pretty lighthearted. And I can't wait to talk trash about what's going on in plot B. (laughs) All right, friends. So let's go ahead and get this started with our plot B. 
just when we were getting over Manny as Craig's side piece, for which we all wholeheartedly defended that 14-year-old girl, she gonna go ahead and give y'all another reason to regard her as being a side dish as a character trait, because she is now pushing up on Spinner. Okay. Because once a mistake, but twice as a pattern. Am I right? Absolutely. <laughs> this torrid love affair begins with Manny inviting Spinner and his band to play at the Spirit Squad car wash. You might wonder why Paige didn't ask Spinner herself, and Spinner answered that question before we can ask it. Paige still owes Spinner the favors, all the favors, after she crashed <laughs> Spinner's car. Manny gets a little awkward and she says she didn't want to ask Craig whose actual band this is for obvious reasons. And Spinner agrees, but only after Manny will get on her hands and knees and beg. He love that shit. Honestly. And Manny tells Spinner to get Craig to bring his camera. And I was trying to figure out how Craig is going to play his band and take pictures at the same time. But okay. I'll, I will let you guys know that he does indeed achieve this, but we'll get there later. Question though. Do you believe that Ashley deserves to be in the band? You know, I <laughs> barely... Like, when did she officially start this band? Because I didn't have a memory of that. So, interesting you should say that. Because in a couple of episodes... I wonder if they just air some of these things out of order. No, this out of order. Be, no, this has to have been aired in order. Because in a few episodes, they reconsider her for the band, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it's because they're down a member. Mm. So I don't understand how she showed up today. Right? Like, she just ends up there. And then again, like, Ashley and Craig, aren't they? I don't remember what they're rekindling. I don't know. Not that anyone is any good in this band. Anyway, actually, Ashley is actually a pretty decent, like, artist. So actually, I'm going to go ahead and say that she should be in this band because they don't really have much else going for them aside from Craig. <laughs> True. You're right. And Craig is always letting them know that when he gets tired of their shit. He'd be like, right. y'all can't play. Where is your bass or your beat? And Marco, stop playing so many notes. But yeah. So, but I'm team ho. Why is you here? I don't care if she brings value. She can leave. That's fair. <laughs> so it's band practice. And again, we're all wondering why Ashley's there. Craig calls everyone out for not playing well together. Because I told y'all, he, he, he drags them. Spinner proposes that we can't get better without the prospect of new shows, and he announces that he booked them for the car wash. Man, he's going to be so excited. Spinner uses the word stoked, but you're not going to catch me on this podcast using that word. I'm Craig, <laughs> Craig and Ashley are surprised, to say the least. Manny? Speaking of smoking hot. <laughs> Jimmy likes how messy this got way too much. He's living... This is funny, too, because, again, Ashley and Jimmy date it, and now they're, like, in a band together, and she has been with his friend. And Again, guys really don't care about stuff like that, so it's so funny. Yes, like, he's just sitting on the sidelines, probably with Marco, like, ooh, get the popcorn. Right, tea, because this is mess. I think this is funny because it's, like, Manny always comes up for sure. And, like, everyone's fine with it. Like, it literally is just, like, everyone's going to laugh at it. And Ashley is still trying to be around Craig. So, I mean, I guess if you're willing to do all that, then you shouldn't care that Manny's name gets brought up like that. Look, shit on Manny all you want for being bad at relationships. She's a bomb-ass friend. I was, yes, again, y'all know I recap in the future. And we've said it in the past. We, you know, and 
she's called Emma out. I'm always there for you. And she's not even just always there for Emma. She was there for somebody else in a few episodes. And it's just like, she's just genuinely sweet. Mm-hmm. She just needs to stop being sweet with boys who have girlfriends. Yeah. That's not really an issue. You can't have it all. You could be a great friend, but you're probably not that great in relationships. You know, like there mm-hmm. has to be a toss up somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So this car wash arrives and Spinner's being his usual menacing self. He sprays a black girl with water, I believe it was Hazel, and then he blames New Girl, who we learn is Darcy. I don't think we've seen Darcy before. No. Nope. I think that was like an introduction. Yeah. Darcy's going to be around for later seasons, but let's back back to the present. Also, you may recognize Darcy as, what is she, Sinead Grimes? Was she a 90210, like a reboot she or something? She was, Yes. A joke about how all of a later character, Peter's girlfriends, leave him for the CW. That is so funny. I don't, I've never watched 90210, but I know that because I watch All American on the CW and it always automatically plays 90210 after and she's always on my screen. So that's hilarious. Manny thanks Craig for agreeing to play the car wash and Ashley sees this and she instantly pages Craig to the band stage. Because she said, I'm not about to lose to Manny twice. (laughs) But jokes on both of them, because you lose by being with Craig. Any more bitter and she'd be a lemon. <sighs> Y'all know I love when Spinner when he's right. It happens so actually it happens a lot. And today was one of them. I don't know if he's he I think this might be where he starts to go downhill. In the shift between when his power dynamics were page chains, that's when Spinner just goes downhill. Mm. I mean, he I mean he's always smelled and he's been kind of a bully. And he, but sometimes he'd be right, but like he's very wrong. Once, we'll yeah, see. we spend very yeah, we don't spend enough time with him actually being right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, here's where I have an issue because a picture truly is worth a thousand words, and that's gonna come back, and we're gonna see because Hazel ends up hitting Spinner with a sponge which they kind of toss between the two of them. And Spinner turns around because, you know, she had to get back at him for spraying her earlier. Spinner turns around. He finds Manny laughing. So he grabs her so he can squeeze the water from the sponge on her. Craig sees this and he tries to mind his business, but this wouldn't be a teen drama if he did this. This is important because so they're going back and forth. They are all playing Hazel involved. The band is playing very poorly and the kids are having the time of their lives, washing some cars and playing with the suds and the water. Do y'all know that Rick had the nerve to show up to this car wash? (laughs) Jimmy tells Rick he can leave and Craig pulls out his camera to document Jimmy shooting Rick with a water gun or with the hose. Interesting. Due to the intermission, Manny uses his time to trick Spinner by putting an icy on his back. And you might say that she was flirting with him. Cause she was, but she was clearly flattering him so she could get him with the icy. And that was retaliation from earlier. Spinner chases Manny down. He catches her. And I guess him being who he is, I think he gets like a bummer or something. And this is where Craig's nosy ass gets a picture of their awkward exchange where they're basically embracing and kind of like awkwardly smiling at each other. But like, do you think Manny was going after Spinner? Girl, I kind of do. I was going to ask you the same thing, right? Because I think she ultimately was trying to make money for the spirit squad. But after this, it feels like there's an underlying like motive of like making Craig jealous or something. Like, do you feel that? Or that she's just like on to her next one? Hmm. 
I didn't consider the idea of making Craig jealous. I don't think, I don't think she's, I don't know. It's hard. I want to say I don't think she's still interested in Craig. But if mm-hmm. we recall, she stopped that kiss with JT to be like, hi, Craig. Nothing. Girl. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think, I think, I think she's just being, being flirty. And she might think that Spinner is a little cute. And he's fun. But in this, I don't think she's actually going after him. I think she's just really flirty and things go a little too far. Because I will say that the next day, Mandy's meeting with Paige at the dot and Spinner tries to flirt with Mandy again, but Mandy is really standoffish. Mm. Like she makes an effort to thwart his advances. She's like, absolutely not. We're not going down that road again. Yeah. That's a good point. I feel like, yeah. I mean, Manny's also young too. So it's like, I guess it's stupid to assume that everyone she was talking to, she was like interested in. You know what I mean? But they're going to try to do that because it's a show. Yeah. And she's good for going after what she wants and being very vocal about how she feels. So at the point in time when she is interested in Spinner, we know it and we know why she's hesitant. Mm -hmm. So now I think she's pretty clear like she might think she, he's cute and she might have liked what she felt but <laughs> she was still like nah we're not doing this again i'm not going down this road so yeah that's true because i think she also rather have Paige like be on Paige's good side than to mm-hmm. mess with her boyfriend that's true and i do so- think i i also think it's important to note that like they were all exhibiting flirty behavior spraying mm-hmm. each other sp- guess, uh, getting the sponge on each other they were just playing around in general, all of them. I think Spinner's going for Manny for sure. I just yeah. don't know if Manny is really going. For, I think she might like the attention. He's definitely interested in going for it and he's feeling good. And he's always gassed Craig up for his relationship with Manny and mm-hmm. considered her to be hot. So I, we definitely see later he likes the attention he's getting from Manny and Manny likes the attention she's getting from him. But she, if he weren't, if he weren't giving her attention, I don't know if she'd still be as flirty i don't think she cares. Yeah. her feelings would and, not be hurt yeah and in Paige's absence i can see spinner being like i'm just going to well yeah again because they were all doing it to each other but i would flirt with the next best thing which is probably manny in his eyes because he also thinks Paige is the coolest girl mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a man all right let's start our plot a so in our opening scene we see ellie oh wait back rewind so Manny meets Paige at the dot. Spinner tries to flirt with her. Manny standoffish. She thwarts his advances. Paige is very happy to see the two of them, both Manny and Spinner. And so Manny learned is in the conclusion from this episode summation. And she's not joining another thruple. I don't know if I said that basically that was the conclusion of our plot beam. Moving along to plot A. In our opening scene, we see Ellie wearing one of those multiple hold belts, which is super <laughs> indicative of the time. She's asleep on the couch with Sean. It's light outside, so y'all know our girlie spent the night by accident. In her rush to leave Sean's house, Sean tells Ellie that she's welcome to stay long-term with him, and Ellie smiles. They're like 16, <laughs> by the way. A couple Here's of things. Sean makes disparaging remarks about Ellie's mom curled up with a few empty bottles of vodka, which Ellie pointedly refuses to engage in that conversation. Her mother also hasn't called to check on Ellie, so in case you're wondering how Ellie's mom's drinking is going... It's not well. 
Ashley has been splitting time between her mom's house and her dad's house with his boyfriend. So it would seem that she's come to terms with his gayosity, to quote Spinner. Nope, just kidding. Ashley's dad is bringing his boyfriend to the open house today, and Ashley's not happy about it. Ellie uses this discussion of a rash to interject that Sean asked her to move in. Still wild, because are they not 16? Right. I couldn't imagine hearing one of my friends being like, so-and-so asked me to move in while I'm, like, at my locker in high school. Like, that does not fit at all. (laughs) I'm so confused. Ellie tells Sean that she can't move in because her dad will be home in six months. And she says that they can do dinners and watch movies, but she can't move in. Question. Do you think Sean wants Ellie to move in because he's lonely or because he's genuinely trying to help her? That's a good question. I feel like he's genuinely trying to help her in this scenario. And I think that's because he is aware of Ellie's mom's drinking problem. And from what I understand from like looking into this a little bit further, Sean's parents also abused alcohol. So I feel like he's probably trying to help her the way that his brother helped him to get out of that scenario. You know what Mm. I mean? Where they kind of had to fend for themselves. I think he's trying to help Ellie and be like that support for her to fend for herself because the mom isn't really present like his parents were. I hadn't considered that. We'll talk about that um, after the show for a little bit. So I was saying that it does seem like he is trying to help her. I hadn't considered mm-hmm. that motive. But yeah, he does know her mom has an alcohol problem and it would be easier for her to live with him. And then Sean, our friend, drops the L word on Ellie. Sean loves Ellie. I personally don't understand how y'all stand Sama more than Ellie or Selly. Ellie declines Sean's offer to move in on account of her mom's needs. He's hurt. But he plays it off. So she's like, I still care about you. I'm really sorry. That doesn't make any sense. I'm 16. (laughs) It is open house. And we know Ellie is anxious because she's snapping the rubber bands on her wrist. Ellie's mom is talking to Mr. Simpson sarcastically about how Ellie spends every night with Sean doing homework. She's rude and gets Mr. Simpson's name wrong. (laughs) Ellie is embarrassed by her behavior. Then Mrs. Whatever Nash meets with (laughs) Ashley's dad and his partner. For which he makes a joke that does not land well. Partners, huh? Do you run a business together or is it pairs figure skating? Mrs. Nash uses this as a moment to say her husband is in the military so she doesn't get to have any man around the house, let alone two. She asks them if they're allowed in the military now and she makes a very not funny joke about them redecorating the enemy into surrendering. Like it's not even a good, it's just not good. Right. And the caption reads, fake laughter, which is even better. Oh, my God. This is its so secondhand embarrassment, too. And it's also, like, when she was dealing with Mr. Simpson, my whole thought was, is this woman is less, like, concerned about Ellie's actual schoolwork and, like, more concerned about Ellie's personal life that keeps Ellie away from her. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, it is parent-teacher night, whatever it is. Like, you're supposed to hear about what Ellie's, like, excelling in. And you're worried about the fact that she's doing homework probably like 50 percent homework 50 percent hanging out with sean but she's doing something to the extent to make her a decent student because no one said she was bad and you're worried about the fact that she's not home with you i'm saying so where are we ellie is super embarrassed she pulls her laughing mother away but not before her mom can accost sean about how ellie spends a lot of time at his house and she's clearly not happy about it but sean is very mature in his response but you can't reason with a drunk person Ellie is sleeping at home and she wakes up to the smoke detector going off and it appears 
to, or she appears to smell smoke. She runs to find her mom passed out on the table next to a bottle of alcohol and a pot is on fire on the stove. Ellie tries to wake her mom, but she doesn't budge and the stove fire continues to worsen. Ellie impulsively tries to move the flaming pot from the stove without using gloves and it burns her. But honestly, I feel like it should have burned her worse than it did by the way that that pot was flaming, but neither here nor there. Right. I was trying to figure out her motive for trying to throw the pot off the thing rather than like (laughs) mother fire. (laughs) You know, logic, emergency. She is 16. I'll give it to her. I probably wouldn't know what to do either, but I was just like, I don't know if I would have tried to throw that pan. (laughs) I think one time I was making toast in the toaster oven and it caught fire and I poured (gasps) water on it. And I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. Now we're not dead and my house is still intact, but. Yeah, I, this is terrible because I look up the way to like put out certain fires all the time. So I'm like aware and I already can't tell you what you're supposed to do in that scenario. (laughs) That's really bad. I'm certain it was not throwing water on it, but you know, we're here and that's what matters. matters. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Awkward pause. All right. So (laughs) the curtains catch fire as a result of basically the pot going backwards, not supposed to be the catching fire, all that fun stuff. The smoke inhalation causes Ellie's mom to wake up instead of dying, and the two are next seen at the hospital after receiving medical care. I'm not proud right now, Ellie. I almost burnt the place down. Don't make this any worse for me. Love the way her mama makes this all about herself, ignoring how her actions have affected Ellie. Girl, and she manipulates her with that, too. Just like, what do you mean make it worse for you? I saved your life. <laughs> She's pretty awful. Like, just selfish. I want to, I don't know if the internet will call her a narcissist. She's definitely got narcissist type behaviors mm-hmm. and she's incredibly selfish. Also interesting how she went from passed out drunk to just sober, but it certainly hasn't been that much time to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Ellie reminds her mom that she is tired and she needs sleep. And it's great because her mom, just a solution. The pullout couch at Elaine's in Fergus, one and a half miles away. I Google mapped it. <laughs> Ellie suggests that she can stay at Ashley's house instead, which benefits her mom because she wouldn't have to drive Ellie to school. Ellie claims that she's going to call Ashley, but next we see Ellie showing up to Sean's house. Sean is excited to have Ellie, but when he opens her CD case, anticipating more CDs, he finds Ellie's stash of cutting utensils. Ellie reassures Sean that she's not cutting, but she just didn't want to leave it behind, and we learn that Sean cleared a drawer for Ellie and space in the closet and... He even agrees to sleep on the couch because they haven't reached that point in their relationship. (sighs) Every day they prove to us how wonderful they are together. Yeah, they are actually a really great couple. Like digging into this episode, I realized how good they were for each other because they both Mm -hmm. just had not stable homes. So, Mm -hmm. so Sean and Ellie have a party at their place to celebrate her living with him. I love how Alex makes a play on the term housewarming and the house fire, but some might call it a bit dark. (laughs) Sean is not optimistic that Ellie will stay, and Jay jokes that so actually this is just a goodbye party to thank Ellie for all the sex, for which we know they aren't <laughs> having. Ellie overhears, and I appreciate how like chill she is about it. She's like, I'm not mad. I'm just mad that I have to go back to my mom's. Speak of the devil, Miss Nash walks in to scream at Ellie for lying to her, and Sean tries to stand up for Ellie, but then her mom slaps the shit out of him and they leave. <laughs> Another slap to be heard around the world. 
Ellie is upset that her mom slapped Sean and she starts snapping her wrist with the rubber band. Her mom tells her to stop. So Ellie pulls out her cutting kit and she's like, bitch, which one do you want me to use? Because that's Oof. what I'm going to do if you don't stop drinking. And her mom starts crying and once again, making it about herself. But Ellie's like, no, bitch, I'm not staying with you because I've had enough of your tomfoolery. That's what she would have said. But she didn't say that. <laughs> she said something else along the same lines of that. <laughs> Mrs. Nash ends up dropping Ellie at Sean's house and she drives herself to rehab. But why did this is the most toxic thing about their relationship is that Ellie brings a ferret that nobody asked for as a housewarming gift for Sean. Like Sean did not want that ferret. Girl, because I'm already trying to figure out like I know Sean gets like student welfare to live there, but like not you bringing home another mouth to feed girl. What is your job and what are you about to do to provide for you guys? And you gonna bring an animal into this? questions that need answers yeah also again goes to show how young you are because that is that's not common sense like if someone invites you to live with them rent free you don't bring a pet <laughs> to so many questions yeah also i said and you can take this however you want ellie looks like the type that would have a ferret as a pet mm, she not does the reality <laughs> she does do you have any questions comments concerns No, I feel like we covered everything. I think the moral I was able to pull from it was kind of just solely on Ellie's plot. But my moral from it all is that um, your parents are people too and they make mistakes. But sometimes you have to be the one to make the best decision for yourself, even if your parents do not agree. Because had Ellie stayed there, things would have just gotten worse. And the mom already acts as if the dad being gone is Ellie's fault or as if Ellie's not dealing with him being away too. So I think Sean is Sean's house is definitely the best place for her to be right now, though it's still kind of wild. They're like only 16. But again, I think it's a better environment than what she's currently in. Yeah, I agree. I guess, honestly, I didn't really have a moral to pull from this episode. Hmm. Don't mess with my man or Paige is going to be the one to bring it to you. Girl, because I have memories of that photo Craig took. Like, I know that mm-hmm. comes up later for sure. I just don't know where. Oh, God, I just saw that episode. It's sometime in the next, um, maybe, honestly, might be the next episode. Let's see. All right. Yes, it is in the next episode. (laughs) You ready for us to wrap things up? Let's do it. In her quest to repay Spinner for damage to his car, Paige has gone all beta. I don't even know what the hell that means. I'm just (laughs) reading the recap. Suddenly, Spins using his newfound powers to zap whatever self-confidence Paige has left, much to the disgust of their friends. Meanwhile, Rick and Toby are partnered up in class, leading to a bet to see who can get more kisses from all the girls at schools. It's gross, and we're (laughs) going to talk shit about it next week. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Feel free to reach out with any reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whatever it takes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back this time next week. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.